Okay. We can, we can hop right back in. Lou, Lou and I had a disconnect for a second, but now we're, we, we had a, we had a fight. We got into a fight and <laughs> we were, we were fighting each other. It was in a fight. It was Zach trying to, it was Zach trying to convince me not to quit comedy. And I'm like, this is not like you. This is. <laughs> yeah. He was thrown off by my point of view. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was thrown off by one moment of sentimentality. <laughs> yeah. But now again, you are, you're recording an album. You are seven years into comedy and you're preparing for this moment and you're recording it at a pretty cool venue in Phoenix. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm recording it at uh, the rebel lounge, which is like an old sort of like punk, like nightclub, you know, like where it's like, I mean, that this is like the thing that like every Arizona punk will like tell you about the rebel lounge was that like, it used to be this venue called the Mason Jar, and then like Nirvana played there when they were nothing. Like that's the whole yeah. Like, Nirvana played there once, and the <laughs> public perception of it has never changed. And I'm recording a cool ass comedy album there. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice venue. Like you and I both have performed there a handful of times. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, you put together a show there that was like that made me realize like this is a really like because it's it's kind of a low stage and like it's um like if you set up chairs in front of it it's it really is like it's a really good venue for comedy they don't think so they don't normally like to have comedy there <laughs> they've told yeah. me many times <laughs> yeah i was uh uh i'm very convinced that i kind of opened the door for comedy shows to happen there because they were very much like yeah they weren't a fan of me doing it but then when it was a big success they're like yeah we should have more comedy here we should have (laughs) (laughs) comedy you say not just for the clowns anymore (laughs) yeah and i also remember because like uh you know uh the people that came to the show, like, you know, were like, it, been, it you know, it was at a point where I hadn't performed in Arizona in a while. So like people were yeah. excited to see me in Arizona. And so people got there early and they just like were drinking and having a great time. And then I remember Rebel Lounge being like, you sold more drinks than we normally sell at like <laughs> shows. <laughs> and this is like, yeah. a, like a short comedy hour. like <laughs> Exactly. And I was like, yeah, they love, like, they love to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone who goes to a comedy show is like, ooh, I need to get smashed for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. It's a, just a party, you know? So. Yeah. How else am I going to get the courage to interrupt these comedians? <laughs> yeah, two more drinks and I'll heckle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, what made you decide to pick the Rebel Lounge? It was, um, it was, it was definitely like the the experience of performing there before definitely was like the major factor behind it of just like familiar territory I've put on like ever since that show that we talked about just then I've put on other shows there 
I've done other shows there. I, people at Rebel Lounge know me. I I would rather work at a venue or like put something like this on at a venue where like I feel very much at home at, which is definitely a yeah. place like the Rebel Lounge. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you totally, like when it comes to recording, it's like, I can't imagine recording it at a venue I've never been at, <laughs> you know? Like it's definitely right. got to be a place that you're revisiting and you understand the stage and you understand the people that go there and you, and you know, like what the odds are because like it being everything new would be stressful, but like Rebel Lunch, they have a great setup, but they also have a great audio system for you to record yeah. from. Cause I have, I have audio recording from performing there and, and yeah, their setup is just good. So yeah exactly and like I, it's like i'm gonna be working with like actually like the the sound person that i know there i'm gonna be working with her and then brian preston who i mentioned earlier um he's gonna be sort of like you know two handing it with her where she you know they're gonna be like making the audience we did this whole research day of like how to record an album we're like we gotta make the audience otherwise it's gonna be nothing <laughs> you know yeah like it's yeah it's it's a whole it's a whole process and but like i'm I'm super happy that it's gonna be happening at the rebel lounge and like not anywhere else like i mean even like even if i had done it at like a comedy club who's the owners i knew and or like a venue that was made for comedy that we could pack out just as easy like i would rather do it at like a music venue like that you know what i mean yeah 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 man i mean it's like it's your album and how comfortable you are is going to come out on the recording for sure you know and so comfortable at the rebel lounge and it's such a good venue and a great name so it's like you know um that's (laughs) so i i think i think that'll definitely all come together and yeah miking the audience like i learned a lot about that filming uh our my tv show is like when Mm -hmm. i started editing like having it with and without the audience levels of like just playing the recording and it just sounds so quiet. And then you put in the audience line and you're like, Oh, that's, that's what it really sounded like when I was there. You know, like it's so night and day different. I kind of want to put out two versions of it now where it's like one with audience reaction, one without. And it's just like, (laughs) it's like Jacob Cano talking about buying teeth with no one responding to it. (laughs) You you could do one where it's like, it's uh, one without audience and one with where you replace the audience. And it's just your laughter. (laughs) on every like just like copied like a bunch of you in a room (laughs) this guy's great i think he sucks (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. i might actually do something like that that's really funny (laughs) and then uh so how are you feeling about like the material like how are you picking the material how are you going through the decision like what's what's your mindset of like actually scripting out what's happening? Uh man, it's <laughs> I gotta you know it's I gotta say it's the hardest part of this whole thing so far. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like I I have like 
what I call, you know, it's like my no-brainer jokes. Like, the jokes that I'm going to do, like, I'm just like, these are the ones that always get a good audience reaction. No matter where I am, they're like my, like, they're my my go-to set. Mm -hmm. And then when that 15 minutes is over, I'm like, shit, what else do I have? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and it, it really is, it, like, I really came down to like having to tell myself like you have 45 minutes worth of material. Like I know I do. And like some of it, it took me going through old notebooks, like being like, Oh yeah, this joke, you know, like, you know, where it's like, I wrote out a set list. Like the first set list I wrote out, it was like kind of like like most things I do, just like under duress, I'm like, I have to do this. I have to like <laughs> and like the first time I did it, I'm like, this joke does not flow well into this joke. What am I thinking? <laughs> like I can't do my joke about gorillas on an album, but what if I did? You know? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. so I I have I have a set list written out. It took me three tries to get to the one that I'm on right now. And who knows, I might, um, I might have to just go with that one. And I think it'll be good. You know, what do you, sorry, my bird jumped off her cage. <laughs> oh no. This is, look at this is the infernal beast. So you're on your third set list. And when you're going through these jokes and you're going like, cause like for me picking what I was going to record, I, I really like, does this represent me? Is this my, my voice? Is this good? Like I'm running through all these questions. I didn't know I would have of like, does mm -hmm. this fit? Does this flow? But also am I going to be happy with this in a year? is this the finished version of this joke? Like all that type of stuff. What's like running through your head as you're getting like onto your third set list. Like the, there's definitely like that aspect of it, of the voice, right. Where like, you know, it's like, I, I, I've cut a couple of jokes that I've been doing for years from this because it really like, maybe it's not timely but or maybe it's just like this is just not who i am anymore and i don't want to talk about this anymore but the the stuff that has stuck so far is you know it's like you hear comedians talk about this all the time it's the like what's what's the funniest thing you could do is just authentically being yourself and being funny as yourself you know Right. And so it's, uh, yeah, like I have jokes about being autistic. I have jokes about being disabled. All those ones are going to be on the album because that's totally me, you know? And like the the stuff I, I have about like hating, you know, capitalism, that's all going to be on there. You know, it's, you know, but it's also like, you know, the stuff I'm cutting is just like, you guys ever think about coffee? You know, <laughs> like it's like. I don't know. I, I, I've been thinking a lot about how I write comedy more 
And it's like, and it's not just because like I gave myself a deadline this time. I'm not under duress. There's just going to be a good amount of newer stuff that I've written in the past couple of months because I'm like, this is actually pretty good. And it's very much me in this moment right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was definitely going to ask about that of like, uh, you know, it, I knew that you were writing and I knew that you're going to have some new stuff, but it seems like there's like a lot of like how many as of right now on your third draft, I like uh, guests gives a guesstimate of like how much new, how many minutes of new material there might be. Oh gosh. Um, I would say right now for stuff that's worked out, I'd say 10 minutes. Yeah. But I'm I'm I've written stuff in the past couple of weeks that I think is really good, and like I have to I mean I'm going to an open mic after this you know to like work out this new stuff so I can put it on the album and it it is gonna be like it's gonna end up being like fifteen at yeah. at least you know where it's it's like <laughs> like I have. I have older jokes that would hit, but I'm also just like life keeps happening no matter what. And I have new stuff that I'm thinking about, you know, <laughs> and like, that's great. That's a great, you know, that's a great thing. Cause like, I definitely like, I've, I've been lately, like not writing as much as I used to, you know? And uh, so it's like, you know, when you're not writing as much as when you recognize how like how much of a gem a joke is where you're like, I just wish I had a new gem of an idea, <laughs> you know, uh, but then like, yeah, then there's moments in life where it's like, I have a new joke every day, you know, <laughs> it's like this weird, right? weird process. How long do you want this album to be? Well, so I'm, I'm shooting for 45 minutes, mm -hmm. but the goal is to record an hour, you know, and just like, yeah, because, you know, there's another thing that, you know, you think a lot about with like recording an album which is doing it over a couple nights like you know like two nights with maybe three shows uh i got one show one night one chance so i'm yeah i'm just gonna do it and it's gonna be raw but i think it's good that it's gonna be raw you know like yeah i think the rawness always helps i think it always like I can always tell when someone's like they they record from like basically one show, most likely clipped together or two shows, and I've I've always enjoyed that, and I totally know it's like yeah, that's a I think that's a wonderful idea to shoot for 60, 65 minutes and cut it down to 40, 45 exactly. and just be like, there's some time that doesn't need to be in here, but you know yeah. <laughs> I, like afterwards it's easier to cut than you can't add so <laughs> exactly like yeah like and especially like with the advent of like i'm not i'm not doing it over two nights then I, i'm just gonna do the longest set i've ever done like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> yeah yeah um and then what's the album called well funny you ask uh so um I this is something I really agonized over. Um because like 
just because not only do I love comedy albums, I love albums in general. Like I don't listen to singles very often. It will just be like a whole album. Yeah. And so it's like the album art and like the the name of the album and everything that's on the album is like one nice piece of piece of work, you know? And I wanted to reflect that in the album. And so I'm just I'm agonizing over like what should I call this thing? And like once I made the announcement, it was, you know, there are people like, call it once in a blue moon, you know, like once in a blue moon. And then I hit a button and they fell through a trap door that I had set up earlier. <laughs> and, um, and so I was like, the name I landed on was just me thinking about my favorite albums, like my favorite music albums. And my favorite music album of all time is called Blue by Joni Mitchell. And I was like, what if I tried to recreate the blue Joni Mitchell album cover? And instead of calling it blue, I call it Lou. So the album yeah. is going to be called Lou. <laughs> Lou by Lou Moon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, like close it's kind of like a self-titled almost <laughs> like it's yeah i don't it's, know it's There's half self-titled it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i just i like the idea of that so much and i couldn't get it out of my head when i tried to think of other ideas and yeah so the album is going to be called Lou. And then is the is the artwork that picture that we're that you're sharing around that nice picture of you and then it says Lou on it is that the the album cover or is that just the artwork for the show? That's just the artwork for the show. So I I just did a photo shoot uh, a couple of weeks ago to try to like nail the nail the album artwork and um, I just got like like the picture for the album and then I'm going to edit it. I'm going to do it myself. And um, like my favorite album cover ever is um, this album uh, by Emerson, Lake and Palmer called uh, Turkus. And simply the, the album cover is just a drawing of like an armadillo as a tank. Oh, that's cool. And it's just like, and it's one of those things where it's like, like, what were they trying to get at with that? I'm like, I don't know. It's just a cool fucking armadillo take. <laughs> like, yeah, it's sick. <laughs> it can, it, yeah, it can be just that, and that's great. Um, yeah. So we've talked about your process. We've talked about getting ready for it, and your recording at the end of this month. Yes, on January 29th. January 29th. And you have, how or how many people are on the show? Well, so I have uh, Jennifer Girallo, um featuring for me, doing like, you know, 10, 15 minutes up top. Okay. And then hosting the show is Spicy Mayo, the band I mm. mentioned earlier. Because um, I thought it would be fun and funny. Because like a, a musical act would normally come on after the yeah. uh, comedians. I thought it would be funny if not only did they come on first, but they were the hosts of the show. Yeah. So 
I'm having well, and like Spicy Mayo is like is a talk show band, like that's their whole shtick, and so it's like they like pulling out like members of the audience to interview. I'm gonna have them interview my mom. It's gonna be great. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that that really is like that is like a I was gonna say like a late night feel where it's like if you went to see a late night talk show the band would probably be playing before anything happens. Then the comic comes out and does a monologue. Then it moves into the show. You're kind of like bringing a little bit of that flavor to like a late night recording. Exactly. Well, and like, you know, me too. Like I've always had uh, a love and appreciation for like old school showbiz, like, between i mean like sure like 1960s talk shows but like vaudeville and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know and like it used to be in any movie whether it was a comedy or not you know there was always like a musical element to it there was always at least one song you know otherwise people wouldn't like it you know (laughs) so like but i i still have that love and appreciation for that so like i love incorporating music in my comedy shows always yeah yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, and that's like what's fun about Island Time, the other show that you run, and you know. So yeah, I I I, I agree. That's definitely going to be a fun time. And then let's talk about because I here's my thought before I even had you on the podcast, I was like, let's record before you do it, right? Let's record before yes. you do it. Let's talk about this talk about all the anxiety because this is where like a lot of the thought happens and then i would love to have you back on the podcast when it's out and maybe it's even a short interview a little catch up or whatever but i want to know like how did things change how did you know all that stuff but how are you feeling about when it like the release like like what's your guys's thought process on like it coming out where is it going to be How's like, how are you going to launch it? Are you going to have a launch party? Like all that stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, like it, it is, it's definitely, I definitely want to have like a launch party that, that would be killer. Like that would be, that's like my ideal situation, you know, is that like, I do put it out and then like, I would, I would probably have like a band and then a comedian and then a band and then a comedian and then I would do like twenty minutes of new stuff or something, you know. Like, <laughs> so your launch party is just another show. Yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> you know. Well, because that's the same thing with like local, like you know, I've been to a ton of local shows that are like, this is our album release show, and then they're always the headliner, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, true. that's true. Yeah, like, and in terms of putting it out, you know, so. Um, Again, I won't name names, but um, I, I happen to know the CEO of a record company uh, that is like a large purveyor of stand-up albums. And I'm just going to email it to him and say, this is what I've made. I hope you like it. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts, you know? Yeah. Like, and... You know, if if he likes it and wants to, you know, put it out, wants to put it out through the through the record company, great. That's that was the plan all along, you know. Right. And then, if he doesn't want that, if if that's not if that's not something he wants to be 
a part of. I get it. <laughs> but, um, well, and so then in in that case, I'm going to put it out through uh, Brian's record company, uh, TV Life Productions, and I'm going to have a lot more free reign of it. <laughs> you know, like I'm because like that's the other failsafe that I'm going to do, which is I'm also going to record video of it. So if I don't get signed to the um, to the record company, I'm just going to put the whole special on YouTube for free. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. And then either way, I'm going to have a kick-ass release party. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can have that. Thanks, man. That's for you. <laughs> that's why I'm going to hire you on as my idea guy. <laughs> oh, good. It sounds, it sounds like it pays a lot. <laughs> yeah. You're on retainer. For twenty bucks a year, <laughs> take it or leave it. I give you login to my Spotify account. <laughs> <laughs> We're an Apple Music family, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's. I think that covers from beginning to end. Is there anything we left out about the album that you want to say? Oh man. Um... Like, I mean, I think we pretty much covered it. I'm I'm just so, I really am excited for it. I'm also just nervous and stressed out and it's consuming all of my thoughts. <laughs> and uh, I just hope what I make is good and that uh, anyone who's listening to this will enjoy it when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I will, remind me when it comes out and I'll change the show notes to this episode to have a link yeah. to it so then mm-hmm. people can go from this episode straight to listening to it. Um, what advice would you give someone that's thinking about doing this? Like, I've thought about this a lot, actually. Like, because when you start doing stand-up comedian, <laughs> when you start doing when you become a stand-up comedian is what I should have said. <laughs> and what when, I said you, was, when you get bitten by a stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> when you become a wear comic, you, <laughs> you thirst for blood, and that's okay. That's normal. <laughs> like, but no, um, you, you get a lot of advice when you start doing stand-up, and yeah. some of it might be good, some of it might be bad. And um. I remember talking about wanting to record an album when I was like a year and a half in. And it's just the thing I was talking about. It wasn't a thing I was ever going to do. And then like whoever I was talking to about this was just like, well, you don't want to put it out too early. You don't want to, you know, like uh, you don't want it to be like a bad portrayal of your comedy. If you get a lot better, yada, yada, yada. Totally. it, It makes sense, but it's also like, if you have a desire in your heart to record an album, don't like just do it, you know, (laughs) like, yeah, it's like, um, you know, you, you will know when you are ready. And cause that's the thing that was sticking in my head was just like all the people who have told me I shouldn't do this 
like all the people who are like you're not ready mm -hmm. but like when i felt like i was ready i pulled the trigger and i and it's it's happening and like if you ever have doubts listen to those doubts but if you feel assured keep feeling assured keep just do it like yeah, yeah. and yeah, also I think, like, I think that's oh go ahead glenn Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, if you have a friend who will do it for you for free, uh, use that friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, out of all the different projects I've worked on, the amount of comedians that are very open to tell you why your thing's a bad idea is crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they will, there's a lot of there will be people out there, comedians, not comedians, that will tell you why your project's a bad idea or why you know, it's not successful as what A, Z, Y, what, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I just agree, especially like right now of like how content is just constantly being made that it's exactly. like, okay to make an album and release it. And then that's your, that's your content. But also if you're not happy with it in a year or two, yeah, just take it down off of, spotify or whatever it is you know like or you know or just move past it and record a new album and that's fine there's things you know like because you're just going to keep getting better at comedy and hopefully in seven years from now you're like ah that doesn't even sound like me you know but that's fine you know growth happens exactly so. yeah like because like if you're doing stand-up comedy like at some point like your comedy will change you know and yeah like and that and that's just a fact like if if you're doing comedy for a certain amount of time and like your style hasn't changed and like your sense of humor hasn't changed it's almost kind of bizarre to me <laughs> when that doesn't happen you know yeah like but like um you know until you're like ray romano and you've been doing it for like you know 75 years <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's Ray, you know? <laughs> but like, yeah, sounds like who, Ray. <laughs> yeah. Who among us is Ray? No one, <laughs> except for yeah. Ray. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah, like, your comedy is going to change anyway. Just do it. Like, that's, that's what I've been telling myself, you know, is just like, if you didn't think you were, like, if you, if you thought you weren't ready, you wouldn't have set this up mm -hmm. and i know i'm ready yeah at the end of the day yeah man yeah i mean you've been doing comedy for a while you know like you have the material so exactly yeah, why not why not record it and get it out there you know Definitely. when uh and now that we're entering 2023 have you sat down and you know me, have you sat down and thought about your goals or made a vision board at all? <laughs> I, I, I have thought about my goals. You know how I feel about vision boards. <laughs> yeah. They're your favorite. Yeah. I, like, so story time. <laughs> I went over to Zach's house once because he invited me over with a bunch of other people to make vision boards. A nice gesture. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe this will be good for me. And I don't know if anyone out there can relate to being frustrated while making a vision board. 
<laughs> and getting angry in the process. Yeah. Like, but I did. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, it's like watching someone work their shit out. You know? On, <laughs> like, an arts and craft project. <laughs> like... They're bringing they're bringing too much to the table, you know. Like it's just supposed to be like supposed to just be like, what are my goals? Like, what am I reaching for in comedy? And then lose over there, like this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I got there a little late, and my my other feeling was everyone else here got all the good stuff out of the magazines before I got there, <laughs> which wasn't true. <laughs> He was, he was afraid that people took his goals out. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like I showed up and Stina had like a big thing that said inspire on it. I'm like, shit, I wanted that. <laughs> like... <laughs> Fuck, I want to be inspired. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> but all that to say, um, I mean my big goal this year is this album recording. Mm-hmm. And and then from there it's it's just sort of the the standard. I I wanna like I wanna find somewhere to go to do stand-up that I haven't done stand-up in yet. Like last year I did Denver and I had a blast in Denver. But I I wanna go to New York or LA or something like that and try out stand-up there. And uh I just like and now that I'll have this album out, it's, you know, it will be also like, shit, time to write the next one, you know? Like, it's... And so, you know, I think a a normal goal for me before, like, I started recording this album is, like, get a new 15 minutes, but it's got to get more and more, you know? So, like, I think it's like, go somewhere, you know, travel for comedy, write a new half hour. You know, like that's keep doing my thing. And then eventually I do want to move to Denver. That's that's the goal as well. Yeah. You decided Denver's it? Mm. Like Denver is definitely it right now. I'm a huge fan of Denver. I love the Denver comedy scene, Um, you know, but I still haven't gone to New York or L.A., you know. Mm. So, um by by the time I, I visit one or both, I, I will know. But I'm definitely leaning Denver right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I, I loved Denver comedy scene. I I just love going to Denver in general. Definitely heading back this year. But uh nice. I'm I'm loving the New York comedy scene. So uh yeah, I you know. I, Are I you totally sure? See, I, yeah, I can totally see how you're like wanting to check out all the scenes first, you know, like I can, yeah. I, it's very clear now that I'm here that this is the, like, you know, probably the biggest comedy scene in the world, you know, like I, you could definitely okay. see it while you're here. And just the fact of like all the shows you can go to is insane. So. Exactly. Like. I just always, I, I think just because, like, I'm so steeped in the Phoenix comedy scene, like, step one is, like, find a comedy scene that is good. <laughs> yeah. And and then go from there. But, like, um, 
but I also I, I don't need whatever comedy scene I I am in to be like the biggest or the best or anything like I just wanted to be really really fucking good and Denver is really really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much to do and there's a lot of great comics there, which make mm-hmm. it a good scene. You know, like you need you need heavy hitters hanging around, so that way you're inspired and everyone's doing great work and there's plenty of shows and all that stuff like happens. So that's uh that's great man and and yeah i'd re- definitely want to like record another after this comes out after the album comes out and then maybe maybe you record it from denver you know <laughs> it may maybe we'll yeah. see hopefully yeah awesome man well thank you so much for being on the show dude thank you for having me i i i love you and i love your podcast thanks man in I, that I- yeah, people say the same thing to you, I'm sure. I... <laughs> if I had to save you or save your podcast, I would save you. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man, that's a big compliment coming from you. <laughs> but no, you know I mean? I, yeah, you know I love you. And, uh, you know, I, I'm happy that you're recording an album, man. I really am, and I can't wait to listen to it. And, uh, and definitely I'm going to share it with all my friends and family and make them listen to it. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, man. And I'm sorry about the cuckoo clock in the background right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been your host, Zach Lyman. This has been Zach Lyman podcast and outro music.